Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. All right, all right. Welcome. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. My friends, you are in for a treat today because number one, you're on the microphone with me, Ryan Lee, but number two, and really the reason for the treat is you are on the microphone with my man, Jimmy Vreeland. Jimmy, you want to say what's up to everybody? Hi, everybody. I've missed it's, you. It's been a little bit since you and I have done a podcast. And what brings us together for this podcast today is going to be a funny topic. It's a topic that we've actually never discussed before because we've never experienced it until recently. So, Jimmy, we're in this world now, right? We're in this world where we're trying to coach and train and teach people how to become financially free. But part of this world requires us to a certain extent to be able to put our lives out there, to be able to be, and I hate this word, but to be able to be some type of influencers to garner and gain attention so people pay attention and listen to us and take action on a game plan. And what that's required us to do is it's required us to get somewhat uncomfortable and record a lot of things that we put online, right? And so, Jimmy, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had the first time this has ever happened. We've recorded you and I and you individually and me individually. We've recorded hundreds, if not thousands of videos over the years. And I would say over, you know, those videos each get anywhere from 50 to 100 to 200 on the high end, maybe a thousand, maybe 2000 views. But Jimmy just went viral. You just went viral. So Jimmy, what the heck does that even mean? What does going viral mean? I believe the technical definition of viral is something like over a million views. We'd have to talk to Zach. And those of you who don't know, Zach is our uh, social media guru. Okay. So over a million views. Now, Jimmy, you just had a video that's to our latest count is over 10 million views. So 10 million people from wherever they've seen it have watched Jimmy uh, go live on this video. Now, you might think listening to this podcast that Jimmy dropped some epic life-changing wisdom, but that's not what got you to go viral. Jimmy, what was it that you put out there that got you to go viral? It was a, a, a 50 second video in front of, now the Cashflow Tactics community knows this house well, because we always take people by this house, but it was a 50 minute video, 50 second video of me in front of a house that I had actually forgotten about, like legitimately wasn't on my books, wasn't uh, in the property management software, like legitimately forgot about it. The tenant tore it in half. And the reason I, I got a nuisance violation from the county, that's how I remembered I owned it. Now, was this like life changing for you, positive or negative, this one particular experience? At the time it, it was, it felt like potentially life changing, like you know, I, it made me doubt everything I was doing. It, and it was not, it was in a valley of death for the business. And then this was like, I was taking punches to the gut every day. This one <laughs> was just another one, but another like, punch. Yeah. So the video that you recorded, you're in front of the house and you're talking about the, the house that you forgot about, how you remembered that you actually had it and the cost of forgetting about that house. Now, I think you still have the house or did you finally liquidate that thing? 
No, I, I liquidated it. And, you know, the market saved me on that one. I made like 20 grand. Okay. Now, for those of you that have never experienced what we just experienced, my perception of going viral was it was going to be a tremendously positive thing. Like it was going to be this <laughs> thing that our business just shot to the moon. Jimmy, what, ex what did we experience when your video went viral? How, how, like what, what kind of feedback did we get from the, the social media community out there? It was, it was awesome. It was hate. It was <laughs> anger. It was incredible. Oh man, it was so funny. Yeah, so we're we're on our internal team chat and Zach, the guy who runs our social media is like, dude, you, Jimmy just went viral. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Let's go in. And so I went in and I looked at the, the video and it was comment after comment after comment after comment after comment after comment, like hundreds of comments deep of predominantly hate, predominantly, you know, just animosity towards this dude who had a house and had rich guy problems that he forgot about his house, right? And I was blown away. I was shocked by this because Jimmy talked about, hey, I have this house. It was in a bigger portfolio. We use it to become financially free. This one cost me some money in the beginning. Here's how what I learned. But not a single person asked a question about how did you do that and how can I have a house that I can forget about as well. So, or how did it not knock you out? Yeah, how did you? How did it? Like, what can I learn from this? What, Jimmy? Teach me some of your wisdom here. It was just over the top. Uh, let me, let me, obnoxious. And then the whole reason I made the video and the reason Zach thought it would be interesting is to say, hey, you can make mistakes, you can make catastrophic errors, and as long as you don't quit, you'll be fine. But that was not the message received. That was not the lesson that came through for the, the 9.9 .9 million. Now, here's what I do want to say about it because that, and it's still, we're still getting comments trickling in. It's probably a month, you know, since that video has gone online. And I think I just still saw some comments coming in this morning. I haven't looked at them in a long time because it was kind of depressing to look at those comments to realize the state of people's consciousness when it comes to building wealth. And that's what they focus on. Um, but here's the crazy part. Okay. The crazy part. Number one is Jimmy. Why did that video go viral? And why is it the, uh, the exact opposite of what we thought would go viral? What, what's your, what's your takeaway? What's your thought process on that? So I've had my two most watched things are that video. And then Bubba, my 10 year old boy, I put a batting cage in our backyard and I didn't buy the L screen. Cause I didn't think he was getting strong enough to hurt me. I was wrong. That kid, squared a line drive square off my nose in the beginning of June and like comminuted fracture shattered, shattered my nose. And so I'm sitting in the emergency room. Susie's with me. We're, we're both laughing about it. It's like, what are you going to do? But I was like, I'm going to wait here for three hours. I might as well do some deals. So <laughs> Susie took a couple pictures, made a couple videos of like my nose stuffed with toilet paper, like clearly blood everywhere. Mm -hmm. And me just pecking away on my computer. And so my lesson learned is that people on social media love pain. They do love pain and they do love to be keyboard warriors and, and, you know, call a lot of names when they're hiding behind a keyboard. But here's the lesson that I took away from all of that. Like the two, the two most watched, most commented on most viral videos that we've had, had very little to do with the thing that we actually do, which is help people become financially free, but they had everything to do with gaining people's attention. And even though the mass majority of the people use that attention in what I would say a predominantly negative way, 
we had a major uptick after those two videos of people that actually joined our community. Now, those people did not comment on the videos. They weren't the ones spewing hate and, you know, frustration with Jimmy's black eye and still doing deals or, you know, rich guy problems for getting about a house. But these people had a question. Who is Jimmy? How did he do this? And how can I do it too? They came into Cashflow Tactics. They've now joined programs and now they're on their path to maybe forgetting about a house and doing deals in the hospital after a black eye. <laughs> And here's the thing that that was interesting to me because at first I'm like, why on earth would we ever? Like, want I to think go you viral? were, I think you were a little bothered by it. You were a little disturbed, right? I was like, it, like it totally deflated my cell because I thought going viral was this this you know major kudos to you. But like after reading all the comments, I'm like, why would I ever want to anyone to see this? Like, I don't want to go viral if this is the the feedback that we get. Like but I it, thought it the whole time from like the first hate comment, I thought it was hilarious. Susie and I, at the end of the day, we would be like, what comments rolled in today? And we would, we would just be dying laughing. Like the best one I heard was like, they it said I was a cross between Razor Remote and D Snyder. And I was just like, that's hilarious, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like oh, a good that is insult, good one. it's funny, regardless if it's directed at you or not. Well, and here's here's like once once I settled down a little bit on it and I actually took a step back and I saw the bigger picture, what it reminded me of is it reminded me of the exact same situation uh, inside of people's financial world, right? Because we tell people that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading or wrong. And the people that follow that advice, they can you know whine about it, complain about it, but they end up being in the same spot a year, two, five years down the road because they've done nothing to change their situation. My friends, nothing will change until something changes, but it's the quiet 3% that put their head down. They don't talk a lot and they just quietly do the work necessary to make changes and make moves in their life. And those are the people that came into our community. Those are the people that actually took action. And so going viral was a, a positive thing to get those few people in. And I, I would say quite a few people in, but it was, it was interesting because look, the cult of the average is real. Like I guarantee you the people that were commenting on your, on your video, Jimmy, They'll be commenting on someone else's video tomorrow and someone else's video the day after that. And their life probably won't change. It'll just be a cycle of a repeat, like the Groundhog Day over and over and over again. And so that was my lesson learned is like, I don't know what it is, Jimmy. What is it about human, the human race right now that we're just so addicted to hate and to being average and to pulling well, people down? Joe Rogan talks about this all the time. Like there's no, you know, you like you get cut off in traffic, Ryan, and you see some big dude in some like huge truck, right? You're not going to step out of your car and like tee off and pop off on him, right? Because you're sure. afraid of getting you afraid of getting a <laughs> repercussions. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. There, that's uh, and like I've been thinking about this because we, you know, we were going to do this podcast today, but like I love social media. Now I limit it. I I only look at Instagram because. I have cultivated my Instagram feed to be either my friends in real estate, people I admire in real estate, or things I think are hilarious. Mm. And so I limit myself to, uh, what do you call it? 10, 10 panels a day, right? Yep. But it's like, but it, if I can get a chuckle in my five minutes of scrolling a day, I, I think it's great. Because personally, I think Instagram's hilarious. Like Facebook, I don't find very funny. And then Twitter Twitter's like, I've never been on Twitter, but I understand it to be a complete cesspool Got of it. like so, anger. That's interesting, man. So you're using your social media kind of like a mastermind, right? You, you've you curated the content that you want to see that will stimulate the emotions that you actually want to have, whether it's funny 
or you're learning something from a mentor that you're following, or it's people that you admire in the game of real estate, but you're using social media as a way to stay connected, which is kind of what social media was originally invented to do, but stay connected with those that you want to be connected with. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I understand the dark side of it. Like, you know, our kid, our oldest kid's 11. No way. I mean, dude, we're, what's your call on social media with your kids? Yeah, dude. Um, none of our kids have social media. Zero. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's. A, I think social media is one of the most dangerous traps for anyone, especially children. Man, it's a dangerous trap for me. Like I had to go on a social media fast just last week to disconnect myself from the the stress that comes with the comparison syndrome on social media. It's just crazy. So we both understand the dark side, but I believe there's enough of a good side to that. I don't have to go completely cold turkey. Mm hmm. Well, Jimmy, here's something I do want to point out, and this wasn't the direction that we were going to take the podcast, but just because you brought that up, I, I was looking. So in preparation for Rise Up Live uh, here in a couple of weeks, we're putting together the framework for people to be successful in 2023. Um, and one of the things that is going to be required in 2023 is focusing our attention. And I believe the biggest challenge with social media is it stills our attention and you lose attention and time and and sanity by being lost in a world that doesn't really exist like that echo chamber of all those hateful comments that you got when you went viral if that's the life that you live in of course when you disconnect from it and look out into the world all you're going to see is negative all you're going to see are the problems not the solutions but well, here's what then, i want to share with you well i guess let me come let, let me ask you just one question it's popped in my head but like so you have no repercussion for popping off and like saying inappropriate things to someone, right? Mm -hmm. But if that garbage is spewing out of you, like what does that do to you since you don't have the, since you have that license to be a jerk, what does that do to the individual human? I had, I have never thought about that until this podcast. Yeah, that's It can't be man. good. It cannot be good. Well, I, I think it detaches you from consequence, right? You believe that you live in a world without consequences. And if you translate that behavior into finance, into health, into your marriage, into spirituality, then you're never going to get what you want because the world is a series of actions and consequences, positive or negative. And if you believe there's no positive or negative consequences for your actions, then any action will, it doesn't matter what action you take. You're justified in getting the life that you want. So I think that's one of the dangers of it. But dude, here's the thing I want to share with you when, when we talk about this idea of attention. In the USA right now, the average American spends 100 minutes a day, 100 minutes a day on social media, 100 so, minutes a day. I was just, uh, we're going to really tangent, sorry, Ryan, but like average Americans, like I heard a statistic. Do you know that? The great majority of children do not live in the same house as their kid. Wait, say that again. The great majority of children do not in live the in the United States. This is a statistic I heard. Do not live in the same house as their father. As their father. Okay, got it. But like, I don't know anybody like that. And I'm not yeah. like saying my say, you know, I'm just saying like, who is skewing these this data? <laughs> I don't know anybody who spends two hours on social media. Well, you know, we definitely, we definitely have, we've curated our world. And Jimmy, this is exactly why social media is a tool for you. You've curated your world to help you get the results that you want. So your associations, your attention, your social media, your, you know, business professional, all that kind of stuff. Like you've curated the people and the circumstances around you to ensure that you 
stay true to what you want inside of your life. And I think that's the number one thing. Um, we put a lot of content out there on social media. And for those of you that are listening to this, A, we thank you. But B, look, the reality of it is we're not just trying to fill your head with no noise and information. We're trying to fill your head with actionable strategies, something that can really change your life. And the only way that that will happen, and we see this all the time in our world, um, the only way that that will happen is if you detach from the theory, you detach from social media, you detach from the videos that we put out there, and you do something about it. Right, Because look, Jimmy, we're going to share the stats of the people inside of our community. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy what a very small number of people have accomplished. But the craziest thing about it for me is we have had now over a thousand people pay to be in a program that we offer, whether it's a low level program or a high level program. But yet the vast majority of the results, like the actual results of life changing of dollars and bank accounts, those still come from only 10% like 10% of the people who have paid us to get information from us. So most people believe that the, the world that they live in is noise, it's information, it's social media, it's news, but they don't ever translate what they're learning, what they're thinking to what they're actually doing. And that's, I think, the biggest disconnect that, that the technology world has given us. We have a vast sea of information, but very few people do anything about it or with it. And then are you sure it's 10% or is it more likely... So I, this is straight from the scene to lab. You got the Pareto principle mm -hmm. of 20%, 80% of the wealth is 20% of the world, uh, 20% of the population, right? Yeah. So he breaks it down farther. It's really 595 because yeah. in that second subset of 20%, it's 20% of that 20% are actually the movers and shakers. That, and that's it right there. I mean, the vast majority of the results that have been created have come from the people in our highest level of our community, which by default is three to 5% of the people who paid us money. So if Ryan, if you're in the 5%, what do you do? Have yourself on the shoulder. And then if you're in the 95%, what do you do? Kick yourself in the butt? Yeah, that's exactly. If you're in the 5% of, of the, the game, then you know, it's a game. That's all it is. Jimmy, like you're, I want you to share, and I know you and Brad did a podcast on this uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, but I, I love your take on financial freedom. And I love your take on money's just a game. And this whole process of improvement and growth and self-development is just a game, which by definition means there is no finish line and you can constantly be playing the game. So Jimmy, for you, what's your new working definition of financial freedom or, or of yeah, personal development of financial freedom? I just want to, whatever game I'm playing, I want to be able to play it as hard and as fast as I can for as long as I possibly can. Well, and the level of that game from the time you forgot about the property and it almost knocked you out of the game to the, <laughs> the level that you're playing at now, has your ability to see bigger games and play bigger games you know, grown or has it declined? No, my, it's more fun solving bigger problems for mm -hmm. sure. And I, you know, I, you know, I still think we both have that mythical dream of <laughs> like, I'm starting to feel the pressure. Like we got to start getting content for a live event in three weeks. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's never ever that the pressure goes away. It's just that you're able to handle more of it, which is like more fun. It's yeah. like, uh, what do you, you know, what's your favorite lift right now, Ryan? See, my favorite lift is always chest, right? It's on, but not, right now I'm geeking out on, on dumbbell. I've just been doing all kinds of different dumbbell bench. And like, so maybe, you know, we're, we're in our forties. So we're, it's not like when we were 16 and you like lift once and then you like have a 20% gain the next day, which <laughs> yeah. was awesome. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm assuming you've had, since you started focusing on, you'd have a 10 to 15% gain and that, but that, that gain still makes you feel good in the morning. 
It absolutely does, man. It's that, it's that work. It's that constant progression, growth, and development. So yeah, if you're part of the 5%, it's just constantly challenging yourself to see a bigger vision. Because over the years, Jimmy, you and I have had to refine our vision of what success meant for us you know, hundreds of times over and over and over and over again, because we, we achieve that level of success and we realize we're still playing small. We're still capable of more. The game is bigger than we originally thought it was. And now it's time to play again, harder, bigger, and better. So if you're part of the 5%, keep challenging yourself. Don't let anyone tell you what's possible. And here's what I love about your video, Jimmy. Um, look, when we very first created our very first video way back in the day, Jimmy, you were semi drunk and I was in a suit and tie. Like that was our first video. No, that actually, video, Ryan, I was very drunk. You were very drunk. I mean, you know, that's, it is what it is. But look, we, we put content out there. It was imperfect. It sucked. And guess what? Our content today, it sucks a little bit less than it sucked five or six years ago. But there's still so much room for growth, development and progression. But we didn't let the you know perfection and having the perfect methodology and having the perfect content and the perfect framework we didn't let that stop us like we pursued excellence we pursued our dreams with imperfect action so if you're part of the five percent have a bigger dream and pursue it with imperfect action the number one thing you can do is let the fear of what someone's going to think about you hold you back because i think that's the biggest problem most people play their game small because they're afraid of what other people are going to think of them what, what do you think about that jimmy yeah i mean every time i uh still like turn on the camera i'm just like oh my god i can't believe people watch this right and then i remember like we've had a lot of fun doing these videos we've had a yeah. uh, uh been able to build a lot of relationships a lot of uh built a community by having this type of fun even um like every time i walk into jujitsu i'm just like oh i'm 40 why am i doing this like what am i what am i gonna hurt today and then you just get it. It's human nature that you're always going to have some nasty voice telling you not to do something. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I think you got to keep going. You got to keep going, man. You've got to find a way to like silence. I mean, here's one of the things I love, Jimmy. And man, this, this podcast has taken all kinds of different angles and turns. So thanks for being along for the ride. Um, but look, here's one of the things that's helped me over the years with that. Um, it's having, and man, this is crazy. I can't even believe I want to share this, but it's having an alternative identity. Like I have literally split my personality, my persona into two different people. And I can look at the the thoughts that I'm thinking and I can assign that to like the Ryan that does not want to do hard things. Or I can assign the thought to would Ryan the lion, I just said it, would Ryan the lion, <laughs> would he think that? Would he do that? Or would he go out there and just conquer? Would he be a beast? Would he be fearless? Would he get out there and make, get it, make it happen? And man, this has been so helpful for me over the years to create an alternative idea, like identity for myself, because I believe internally, if I can remove all the constraints and the fears and the self-consciousness I have, like I think internally I'm capable of anything, anything I want, but it's the, it's my doubt, it's my ego, it's my fear that, that gets in my way. And so I look at my thoughts and I assign it to which identity I wanna assign it to. And that helps me say, I'm gonna channel my inner beast. I'm gonna channel my inner lion. I'm gonna move forward with, with courage and action. So- I mean, yeah. I do the same thing. I. That whatever that voice is that's keeping me from being who I want to be, uh, you know, I haven't necessarily named it, but I definitely say a few expletives to it yeah. and say, uh, I, I'm going anyway, like, please shut up. I, yeah. I have, I have a few things to do. 
I love that, man. I love that. So that's for the 5%. If you're, if you're the 5%, keep playing the game. Play it harder, better, stronger, but never stop, okay? If you're part, part of the 5%. And let me talk to you. This is where the rubber hits the road for the 5% cash flow tactics, if you're one of those members listening right now. But, Ryan, what these people who have hit their 20 houses, and it's been awesome to watch them do it, what's their next step? What do they have to be able to do to keep going? Yeah, you know, I believe so much of what holds people back after the 20 is one of two things. Number one, complacency, because getting to 20 is hard. But like when you get to 20, here's the crazy thing. You're in a crazy, like you're in momentum. You're in so much momentum. But then you have to ask your question, yourself the question, are you willing to do the work that you just did at a higher level to go from 20 to 60 or to go from one level to the next level? Because you know what it took to get you to where you're at but you're in momentum. And the thing that most people don't know is getting to the next level after that 20 homes is monumentally easier because of the momentum. If you keep going, but what happens to too many people is they stop, they break their momentum just as they get it going. And then getting back going is really, really hard. Well, so, and to keep going, they have to learn to raise private money. Bingo. That's it right there. So that's the second piece, right? If you want to continue to go in your game plan at some point, and it usually happens somewhere in, in, in between 10 homes and 20 homes, at some point you run out of resources. And that just is what it is, which means you have to build a brand new skill set of gaining access to more capital by increasing your resourcefulness. And Jimmy, you talked about raising money. It can be through starting a business and making more money. There's so many different ways to do it, but you have to get access to more resources fast. And unfortunately, the other side of those extra resources, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's other business, whether it's other people's money, requires social media. Yeah, it just there's no other way around it. It just is what it is. Yeah, and dude, here's the crazy thing that I, that I've learned from social media. So if you're playing the game, um, I'm gonna shout out Luke, Luke Nessler. So Luke has come, you know, he's been part of our our community now for a year, and it's been amazing to see who he's become in the last year, and especially the last six months since since the Casual Heaven. Like that dude has been on social media in a crazy way, but he's using social media to connect with people just like you did, Jimmy, that are curious about what he's doing. He has a lot of haters. He has a lot of people that are spewing negative. You know, it. You know, it's not fair. It's not right. You know, settle down, be average. But he he's not talking to those people. He has to weed through those people to get to the few people that are curious about how they partner up with Luke. So social media is your way to connect with a wide audience. And with social media, anything is possible. Jimmy, we do business with people all across the globe and it's because we've leveraged technology, primarily social media, to do it. So social media, if used, like Jimmy talked about earlier, as a tool, can be a tool to build wealth, build connections, build resources, build your game plan infinitely faster than it could before. So social media is a powerful tool, but you have to be very focused about how you're going to use it. Absolutely. So let's switch over to the 95% of people, okay? The 95% of people who are just sitting on the sidelines, right? Maybe they're, you know, giving Jimmy negative comments on his social media. Maybe they they were curious enough that they did one thing, but then they stopped because they realized it was too hard. Jimmy, what's the advice for, for the vast majority of people that get stuck in this complacent middle ground of everything is average and everything's okay? I mean, do whatever it is, whatever your next, it doesn't need to be a home run, whatever your next single is, whatever your next 50 meter target is, do it. If it's, Hey, I want to lose weight and you can't do a push up. do a push up on your knee mm. and then do two and then do just rap after rap after rap, but keep going and start building some momentum. Well, Jimmy, man, here's the thing that I would say on that as well. Um, the biggest danger, I think the biggest danger about, the world that we live in today is nobody is really suffering. Now, when I say nobody, that that's 
that's definitely a blanket statement. There are people out there that are suffering massively, but I would say the vast majority of the people that listen to this podcast, like if we look at the Maslow hierarchy of needs, their basic level of needs inside of the US are easily taken care of. Like they have yeah. a place to sleep, they have food on the table, they're not worried about those basic level of needs. So they're stuck in the trap of good and they're complacent with everything is good enough. So here's the thing I'm gonna say for you if you're stuck. Um, we are inviting our people to come to Rise Up Live here in three weeks. And I have a stack of letters that these same individuals wrote to themselves six months ago. So when they were out in Cashel Heaven, Jimmy, we sat them down at the end of the event and we had them write a letter, have their future self write a letter to their present self and tell them what they wanted that, you know, their, their present self to know. And so these people are going to get this letter and they're going to understand whether or not they've done the work necessary in the last six months to make their future self happy. So you have to gain leverage on yourself. Like imagine Jimmy, imagine if you like, the Jimmy that I know today, imagine if you died tomorrow, like freak accident, you die tomorrow. You're out on the wakeboard. You're trying to do your thing. You <laughs> flip over, <laughs> a shark eats you. I don't know. But you right. die tomorrow. Like, can you die tomorrow knowing that you've lived your best life, that you left it all on the playing field? Yeah, I'm getting pretty close to that. It would definitely mm -hmm. still suck. Definitely still suck because you have so much more that you feel like you could still do and accomplish. But yeah. I would say you could die tomorrow. And my kids are pretty young and that route would really suck. Yeah. And it, it would be the pain of leaving your family, the pain of leaving your kids, not being part of them growing and, you know, growing up and becoming adults themselves. But I think you have taken the potential that you have inside of you and you've done the best that you can with it up to this point. You've left it all on the field. And if you died tomorrow, you could say I did my best. But I, I would bet the 95% of the people out there, the most most of the people that are living this good life, they they know internally that they've squandered the majority of their time and opportunities. And if they die tomorrow, they would die with regret. So you, my friend, have to get leverage on yourself. Go and reflect for a moment. What do you want your children, your, your spouse, the people that know you and love you the most, what do you want them to say about you when you're not here? And start living as if that day is tomorrow. Because I guarantee you, when you have that leverage on yourself, when you know, man, this is what my I want my legacy to be. A legacy is not what you live, it's or what you leave, it's how you live. And when you start living a legacy life today, you start to gain leverage on yourself. Then you can take that leverage on yourself and do what Jimmy just talked about, which are set these close range targets and start progressing one step after another. Yeah, but you're you gotta have some type of fire, even if it's to do five push-ups. You gotta have some type of fire that's pushing you through that. Yeah, my friend, that's it. Well, Jimmy, lessons learned from going viral. It was not what I thought it would be. <laughs> um, but now I want to do it some more because you're absolutely right. I mean, we have to weed through the hate, the the disrespect, the the nastiness that social media has to find the people that are willing to listen. Those people don't say a lot on social media, but man, when those people, when you catch their attention, then they come into your world, then they start taking action. And those are the people that we're trying to serve. And I would venture to guess the majority of the people listening to this podcast, you're our people. So if you have not done something with this message yet, my invitation for you today right now is do something, get a game plan, get in the game. Let us celebrate you at Rise Up Live 2023 as one of the people who didn't just hear a message, but took action on the message, just like Luke Nessler's done and so many of the other people in our community. Become that person right now because this time, this life is precious. It's limited, and I have no idea when it's done for you. I have no idea when it's done for me, so you might as well put it out all out on the line today. No regrets. Jimmy, do you have any regrets? 
No, and I mean, you, you just got me a little fired up there, Ryan. But at the end of the day, what else? What else? What better? What else you got to do? Yeah. Like you get, you know, if you're Mister Lucky, you get maybe what 120 years on this earth. Like, yeah. you might as well chew it up and spit it out and do as much as you possibly can and have some fun. Bingo, my man. So, my friends, I hope this podcast. This was just random you know, random musings over a going a video that went viral. Now we're trying to figure out how to go viral next. And I tell you what, I thought it was, oh, I, was just, be- I just had that thought because, you know, God bless me with a lot of talents. And one of it is just a love to aggravate, especially <laughs> yeah. aggravate those who are have poopy pants. But so that's it right there. I'm just going to go make more aggravating videos to be dead honest with you. You got it. I mean, that's our whole social media strategy is kind of changing. I thought it, people wanted to hear how to become financially free and the core four and the four pillars. Turns out no one wants to hear that, right? They want to hear about the rich guy who forgot about a home. They want to make fun of them. They or wanna, they want to see pain. Next yeah, time I get pain. next time I get hurt, I'll just do videos. Well, I bet we'll have a video coming up this week because I think oh, you, you show up to every bro. event with a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, Jimmy, great podcast today. Thanks for going viral. Um, me and Jimmy have a little competition in between ourselves. Who's going to get the next viral video out there? So I'm going to have to channel my inner Jimmy and start to aggravate some people. So here we go. All right. See you, buddy. See you, man. Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up, Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less? Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom, learn what's working, and interact as a community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free, and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Cashflow Tactics to join. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.